Welcome back to ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show that helps you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we always encourage you that growth for your child is possible. In this very important podcast, Dr. Gutstein talks about the need to redefine autism. Let's listen. We talk about a lot of the problems or impairments uh, of people with autism, um, especially when we start to talk about older children, adolescents, and adults. Um, we often, and, and the researchers don't talk about this at all, but um, what, what I think is very, very important to talk about is when you look at the opportunities in typical development through the guiding relationship and later the mind guiding relationship that typical children have, and also the affordances that they're given to make mistakes and to look, you know, and, and the low expectations of a young child and the thousands of opportunities they get to practice and, and get better at things. Um, in simpler environments and in guided environments, you realize that a lot of the things that are called impairments are missed opportunities for development. But the problem is then when we try to, um, in, in the autism literature, when they try to teach these children or adults or whatever these things, they make no allowances for this need for the gradual development in, and to increasingly add complexity, to, to have increasing speed after lots and lots and lots of practice where you, one step ahead, increase the difficulty, increase the rapidity, the complexity, whatever. They make no allowances for that, right? It's like a, a skill, a discrete skill that you're supposed to learn, not something, not a process of shifting like that, that you have to take a long time to develop the type of automaticity you need to even engage in a regular conversation, right? Or a lot of other things that require that type of um, what we call updating or just sampling your own feelings and then going back into the world and then sampling your own thoughts and going back and then sampling somebody else's, you know, all that shifting, all that fluidity. Now, that's just one example. And there are a host of examples, whether we're talking about, um, you know, uh, uh, constructing narratives about what your experience has been or considering multiple futures. And, and all of these things are the product of complex processes that are built from the bottom up over a period of many years. And they're, you know, for the person to be able to, to engage in them autonomously, um, you know, requires years and years of practice and practice in first in very simple environments, first as a mental apprentice, right? Where you're getting to see how, you're getting, see is a funny word, but you get to experience how the more, more experienced person thinks about it, makes judgments, right? And then you're giving a small part of that to do, a small part of the mental work to do, and then a larger and larger part in more complex situations. Anyway, it's a process that goes on and on and on, little by little, over years and years and years. And that's the reality of it. It's not a theory. That's just the way it is. And so instead of thinking about these as impairments, we have to, consider, we have to rethink about this. We have to start talking about these as missed 
developmental opportunities. I think that's a very important distinction to make. Because an impairment in the way it's being used in the literature implies the person's incapable of doing something. And basically says, don't bother, you know, doing this process of this long-term developmental process. Just this is what this is what defines people with autism. They can't do this, they can't do this, they can't do this, they don't do this, they don't do this, whatever. And it misses the point that autism is the common feature of autism is the, the host of missed developmental opportunities due to the inability to form the guiding and then later a mind guiding, which turns into a mind guiding relationship. And then being able to take that and start to internalize it and become self-guiding, right? Because if it's only, you know, if, if change is only occurring, if growth is only occurring within that engagement with a parent or somebody, it's, gonna, it's never going to be fast enough. One of the critical goals of any kind of mind-guiding relationship is for the mental apprentice to gradually take on more and more the responsibility and excitement and motivation for their own development away from those guiding engagements and to start to use their guides, mind guides more and more as people to bounce off reference points, you know, bringing in things that they're troubled with and, and trying to make sense of, right? But to have those experiences outside of, of the, the actual engagement with someone. And that, of course, creates an exponential leap in, uh, in growth and in, in development. So, you know, the, 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 the current, when we read any of the intervention literature in autism or treatment literature, it, there's absolutely no discussion or no inference at all of the need for a long-term developmental process and giving people the opportunities to develop complex mental processes, right, in the way that everyone needs to do it over the period of years, over period, and we can, by the way, we can shorten it because we can do it in a more mindful way. We don't have to do it the same way it happens in natural situations, but still, there has to be a very gradual, right, step-by-step -step process of building upon building, of building components onto other components, of building more sophistication, of extending their, their utility, of, um, and of gradually building in the complexity, the, the elements of complexity, you know, uh, um, being able to apply things in more complex, more unpredictable, more stress-producing situations, but doing that in a very gradual, adding those, um, those variables on a very gradual basis, just like we would in typical development. We would assume that a young child can handle all the things an adult can handle in a conversation or in a, in a situation, a challenging situation or a difficult situation. Um, and so um, I just wanted to make that point because uh, I think that everyone, all of us should be aware of that. All of us should be talking about that and redefining autism as uh, autism is a condition whose unifying principle is that it robs people, it robs children of the most important developmental opportunities they need for dynamic mental development. 
to experience-based development, to learn how to manage their past, future, current experience, learn how to manage their shared experience, learn how to manage their imagined experience, their alternate experience, their multiple experiences, that they're robbed, because they're robbed of those opportunities for development, they look quite impaired in those areas. Right? But those impairments are not the, they're not due to autism itself. Right? So anybody who talks about these are the impairments of autism, these are the universal impairments of autism, is really missing the point. There's only one universal impairment. People with autism have other problems, just like anyone else. They can have sensory problems and motor problems. And business. No, nobody's not saying that's not true. But the universal impairment, which has nothing to do with the sensory issues or the motor issues or any of those issues, right, um, is the loss of opportunity, loss of dynamic developmental opportunities through a, a mind-guiding relationship. Thanks for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, a podcast show where we help you understand the mind of your child. And we always encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.